Coming to you from beautiful Northern California, this is the Healthy Feminist Podcast with Kirsten Deese. Kirsten has a master's in social work from Boston University and is a certified life and health coach through the Life Coach School. She combines cutting-edge nutrition strategies, cognitive-based psychology, and coaching to help progressive women feel healthy, strong, and energized so they can focus more on what really matters in life, like equal pay for starters. Now here's your host, Kirsten Deese. Well, hello everyone, how are you? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kirsten and I'm the host of the Healthy Feminist Podcast and welcome to episode number two. I am having so much fun with this podcast and I'm excited to be here with all of you today to record another episode. Okay, so today I wanna talk about a topic that I'm really passionate about that connects deeply to the title of the podcast, The Healthy Feminist, and that is the idea that when the patriarchy controls the weight loss narrative, women lose every time. So let's go ahead and break this all down because you might be asking yourself what on earth I'm talking about. We obviously live in a very patriarchal society. I doubt anyone listening to this podcast questions that statement, but you want to know what? If you are listening to this and you don't identify as a feminist or you don't agree with this statement, kudos to you for working on broadening your horizons and expanding your view of the world. Okay, so back to the topic at hand. Obviously, women have made incredible progress over the past hundred years in every area of life, but our society was and continues to be shaped significantly by men. And here are just a few reminders of how that fact is at play in our modern day lives. Of the top Fortune 500 companies, only 25 CEOs are women, and only one is a woman of color. College presidents are made up of roughly 30% women, Our senators are only 25% women. Our representatives are only 24% women. And of the 15 richest people in America, only three are women. In addition, all three of those women earn their significant wealth from marriage, divorce, or inheritance from men. Now, don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with marrying into money. But my vision for the world is one where women have equal wealth to men and that they can achieve that significant wealth outside of inheritance marriage, or divorce because it's not 1950 anymore. So men have controlled and really continue to control our companies, our politics, and the money in our country. So they have obviously had a huge impact on the narrative around health, wellness, and weight loss. Although the majority of diet marketing, which by the way is a $67 billion industry, yes, that's with a B, is targeted at women, who's really profiting from this industry? Yes, obviously, you guessed it, men. So as a feminist, this is where we really need to dig into things because if you are like me, this is right about the time that you're probably starting to have thoughts like this. What the hell? I can't believe we spend so much time and money on trying to lose weight. Why do we even need to lose weight? Who decided what the ideal standard of beauty is for women? Anyway, right? This is total garbage and I'm not gonna buy into any of this crap. At best, you feel annoyed, and at worst, you feel enraged, and I want you to know that I totally get it. I have been there. Yes, ironic, I know, but this is honestly one of the key reasons that I know my message is so important to share. Look, you can prioritize your health, wellness, and weight, or not. It is, of course, 100% your decision, but the reality is that sometimes it's hard to parse through all the cultural conditioning that has seeped into every single aspect of our lives since the moment we came out of the womb and probably even before that so that we can actually decide from a clean space 
if we want to lose weight and why? Do you want to lose weight for you or do you want to lose weight because that's what society says you should do? And that if you fit into a certain size, that you'll be happy and rich and worthy and beautiful and all that other garbage. This is step one in any successful health, wellness, and weight loss journey. Deciding for you, on purpose, from a clean space, what you really want and why. However, since the patriarchal message to be thin is so pervasive in our society, the idea of losing weight can often put our brains on automatic defense and want to resist that message. And truthfully, if you are a strong, independent, and powerful woman, I would expect nothing less. But this is where we can sometimes get it wrong because when we resist that message at the expense of our own health, women lose every time. So what does that actually mean? Great question. I'm so glad you asked. As feminists, we often want to resist the cultural expectations put on us to look a certain way because we know we've been fed so much BS about how thin equals beautiful or worthy or that we need to lose weight to increase our sexual value on the marketplace or to attain some unrealistic image of female beauty just to attract a mate. And I don't blame you. But sometimes what happens is that we use this as an excuse to not take good care of ourselves to eat poorly, to overeat, to never drink any water, to treat our body in a way that doesn't serve us or the work we are trying to accomplish in this world. And this does not help anyone or anything for two main reasons. Number one, we continue to be in this perpetual cycle of constantly trying to get our health, wellness, and weight on track and then resisting the patriarchal narrative around weight loss by swinging the opposite way because we don't want to feel restricted in our food choices or to conform to societal expectations for female beauty. This causes us to constantly be in the mindset of starting over every Monday, every month, every spring, every fall, every new year. Basically, regardless if we are losing weight or not, we are expending a ton of mental energy on health, wellness, and weight loss. Energy that could be spent running for office, reducing our carbon footprint, fighting for equal pay, raising good humans, getting a promotion, or just enjoying our lives. On the other hand, this isn't helpful because we aren't taking good care of ourselves and our health, strength, and energy aren't where we want them to be. In the best case scenario, we are always tired and run down. Sound familiar? Maybe we have mild eczema or acne, even though we are well past our teen years. Joint pain, brain fog, acid reflux, dermatitis. These issues seem innocent, but they are your body's way of letting you know that you are not taking good care of it, that you are dealing with internal inflammation, that you're out of balance when it comes to hormones, gut dysbiosis, chronic stress, or your total toxic load, and that you are not heading in the direction of optimal health, wellness, and longevity. This was 100% me before I began my health and wellness journey in 2017. I had acid reflux, asthma, eczema, and digestive issues, and I was totally like, I'm so healthy. And I honestly believe that. I felt like I was pretty healthy, but the truth was that I had had these symptoms for so long. I'd had asthma since I was five. Yes, I still have asthma, but it is under massive control. I rarely even need to take my inhalers. I had eczema since I was 12 and acid reflux since I was 21. And they all just seemed like totally, a totally normal part of life. 
I was like, doesn't everyone have a few minor issues? And the truth is, is that they do. It wasn't until I really got my health and wellness on track that I began to really realize how out of balance I had been for so long. I honestly didn't know how poorly I felt until I knew what it felt like to actually feel good. On the other end of the spectrum, though, I also see women with much more extreme health issues, migraines, thyroid issues, prediabetes, metabolic syndrome, joint pain that's impacting their ability to do the activities they love, maybe hike or ski or dance, who have major digestive issues impacting their ability to spend time with friends, enjoy dinner out, go on vacation, or who don't have enough energy to really make it through the day. Now, let me ask you this. If you are dealing with suboptimal health issues, big or small, what is your capacity to run for office or advocate for equal pay or show up as the partner, mom, or person you want to be, or just live the life you want to live day to day? So in this current scenario, who is losing? Women. Women are every time. If we are dealing with health issues, how can we move towards the big goals we have for our lives, our families? our communities, our companies, our nonprofits, our political system, our planet? The answer is not very well, right? Obviously, you know it, I know it, we all know it. So how can we stop this cycle and take back the narrative around health, wellness, and weight loss? Great question. And the good news is that the answer is actually very simple. We don't need others to change first. We don't need men to do anything first. We don't need our diet industry to take the first step for change in order for us to start this process. There's just one thing we need to do to start taking back this narrative, and that is to decide on purpose why we want to get our health, wellness, and weight loss on track and like our reason for doing it. That's it. We can begin to take back the narrative with this simple step. Waiting for others to change first our patriarchal society, the diet industry, the industrialized food complex, female body autonomy is never a good strategy. If the change is important to us, then we have to be the ones to make the first move. There will always be people who think that if a woman is focusing on her health, wellness, and weight, that her goal is to attract a mate, that she's trying to fit into some mold defined by society, that she wants to increase her value or worth. But guess what? It doesn't have to mean any of that just because we get to decide what our actions mean. Other people are allowed to have their own opinions, and believe me, they will. And so the most important question is, what is your opinion about what you are doing? People are allowed to think whatever they want about your health, wellness, and weight journey, so you have to be the one who has super clean thinking so you aren't constantly waffling back and forth on your why. As with everything in life, parenting, careers, money, politics, there are a lot of opinions out there. And if you aren't firm in your beliefs, you will constantly be swayed by what others think. I love using the example of when I worked at Planned Parenthood prior to this, prior to becoming a life coach and starting this podcast. I was a manager of major gifts at Planned Parenthood in Washington, Alaska, Idaho, and Hawaii. And of course, there were tons of people who didn't agree with what I was raising money for, right? But never in a million years did I think, oh my gosh, my work is upsetting people. Maybe I should be a little more moderate in my views pertaining to women's reproductive health. No, of course not. In fact, the reality was that when Planned Parenthood was being attacked, it just made me want to double down on my job and raise even more money. You need to be the exact same way in your health and wellness journey. Your opinion has to matter the most so that you can lose weight or not 
Just make sure you're doing it from a place of loving yourself and that you like your reason why. Simple, easy, powerful. You can take back your power around this issue and this is the first step. Okay, folks, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. And I want to let you know that if you leave me a review on iTunes, that I will gift you a free copy of my easy, delicious, and healthy smoothie guide. It has over 20 amazing smoothie recipes. And all you have to do is head over to iTunes, leave me a glowing review, and then send me a screenshot of that review, either through email, Facebook Messenger, or Instagram direct message, and I will send you the smoothie guide. All right, that's it, friends. Have a great day, and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, hello, healthy feminists. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you head over to iTunes to subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode. And while you are there, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a five-star review so that together we can inspire more people to lead healthier and happier lives. Lastly, if you want to get more content just like this, you can head over to my website to get your free copy of the Feminist Quick Start Guide to Feeling Healthy, Strong, and Energized. Just head on over to www.kirstendeescoaching.com and you can get my guide into your hands within a matter of moments. Now, before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here today and for wanting to become the best version of yourself. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time.